podcast where we talk about music because we love it and we love each other oh oh my god this is officially virtual and because it's virtual my background is space i'm in the beach rebecca's at the beach um and not seattle where she actually is yeah well i'm actually in redmond washington which is like i don't know a half an hour outside of the city so i'm like in the burbs i understand understand you know i'm in the burbs they don't call it the burbs here they call it the greater seattle area oh isn't that fun (laughs) and just a little bit fun super duper fun super duper fun and okay also listener i who i don't know we probably lost our entire fan base by now but we'll we'll get them back we're gonna get we'll get them back but I don't think but I, disclaimer. So I am in currently living in Redmond with my parents and they also have like a little farm out here. So if you hear like a rooster crowing in the background or like dogs barking or, you know, chickens squawking, just, you know, know that it's okay. And it's probably coming from me. <laughs> Oh my God. That is just so crazy. Do you have to feed the chickens or? Well, actually I fed them yesterday, but no, my parents do most of the farm chores just cause I'm like, uh, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do some of them, but the rooster does wake me up every morning at like five, but then I go back to bed and then I wake up again. He honestly likes to, he likes to, um, cock-a-doodle do all day. Oh, so, tons <laughs> he does. That's- he's also an asshole. Like, yeah. If you get too close to him, he will like run you down. Yeah, like, I'm not attack. a chicken person. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm a chicken, chicken girl. I'm not. Says, uh, we had not. to go. I was blessed to go to Hawaii a couple years ago with my family. And on Kauai, they have wild roosters walking around. Um, oh. Which I know are not chickens, but they're similar. So, well, but roosters are the mean ones. That's the oh, thing. Like this terrible. rooster who wakes me up in the morning. Terrified terrible actually so his name is Isidore named after I think my great-grandfather oh oh my god he's literally just crowing right now um but I renamed him Osmodius because Osmodius is a demon who's the king of hell so I thought it was a pretty appropriate name you can't hear him can you just now you couldn't hear him no Okay, well then, listeners, I don't think you'll be privy to the rooster, but just know that it's happening like right now. If the listeners believe and they open up their ears. If you truly believe, you will hear Osmodius. Just like Um, Sam's bell, (laughs) only the true (laughs) believers can hear Exactly, exactly. How are we doing? Um, How are we doing in Redmond? Oh, we're doing good. You know, I feel like I've kind of just been in a little bit of a vacation mode because like, I haven't started classes yet. Um, For those of you who don't know, I'm going back to school and I'm starting classes on the 20th. So I just had orientation today and Mm -hmm. it was wonderful. And I'm like getting stressed. I like already have homework. I like did my first little reading last night and it was difficult to get through. There were a lot of words I didn't know. Did you have to look a lot of stuff up? Oh yeah. But there's this thing on my computer, which I don't know, I guess everyone can do this, but if you right click on it and you could, you say, look up word, it'll literally just give you the definition, like right there. It'll like link it to the, 
definition you would get on sure. Google, which is really helpful. And what I've done is I've just started a Quizlet, like a big Quizlet thing. And I just have it up in my dashboard. So like if I'm reading and there's a word, I don't know, I look it up, I put it in Quizlet and I already have like 20 terms on there. I've only done run, one reading assignment. So, oh my God. So it's starting brain. The brain is starting to like, oh the wheels God. are, I'm like, okay, I'm about to get real academic up in here, but I'm excited. It's going to be so great. Once you get into the, into the routine of it yeah, and you start learning. I also, I just talked to a panel of second year grad students who said that like, look, there's no way you're going to be able to read everything. So just like know that now. I was like, okay, great. Okay. That makes me feel better. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, you need to. Sorry. No, you go. No, no. No, I was going to say, it's so weird because now you're not the upperclassman anymore. I'm so used to you being upperclassman. So you now make, are you going to make friends with the baby? You're not, well, you are kind of a baby now. You've reverted backwards. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I definitely like, I already have a mentor who just graduated. They like hook you up with a mentor. So that's really nice. I really like her. Her name's Tiffany. She's like super organized, which I'm like, yes. Like she's already given me all these like advice for like different apps to use to take notes and all that jazz. But yeah, so I'm just gonna like make my little friends and like hope I don't fucking fail out. You're not gonna fail out. (laughs) I'm not gonna fail. I'm not gonna fail. I'm not gonna fail. But, um, you know, I, I'm going to have to work real hard. So yes, give me all <laughs> your your love. But anyway, how's Chicago without me? Is it just like so sad and terrible? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to lie. You can oh, say that you're having a good time. No, I'm going to be happy. I fully admit that Tuesday you left. It was just overall a bad day. But the underlying thing was Rebecca is gone. She's no longer here. So I was like, you're not like just like a train right away or a bus away, you know, like you're not here anymore. So I, that was a little bit of a mind fuck a little bit, um, part of my language. And, um, are you kidding me? Do not swear in front of me, Laura. I know. I know. I'm so offended. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, so that was was little, I just was like, I wasn't surprised by how much it affected me, but like, it's, I was surprised by how much of it, like, I was like, I got this, I got this. She's fine. She's going off. She's doing something great. It's not like you were leaving, you know, for something, you know, not like I was like going to jail. You're not going to jail. You're not on no. the low. You're not no. robbing banks. But then I was like, <laughs> maybe soon <laughs> maybe soon maybe if you you do you school too many readings yeah God only knows with you um <laughs> no it was kind of a mind fuck for me too seriously yeah. like the first couple of days waking up here I was like I live here now I live here now I live yeah. here now I feel like I'm <sighs> still getting used to that honestly oh my I really I don't think it'll sink in for me until I like start having my routine of like classes and work and like right being fucking busy and stressed, like then I'll be like, okay, this is real life. I do kind of still feel like, and like my brother just got married, you know, I'm just kind of like, right. Yeah. And that was beautiful. Everybody looked beautiful. Thanks. It was a very joyous occasion. It looked like it. Yeah. Y'all were having some fun, dancing. Oh, we were having some fun. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) By the end of it, 
we were, I think I was like just drinking straight whiskey from the bottle. Like my brothers, he played soccer in college. So a lot of his like soccer buddies were there and they were getting wild on the dance floor, like unbuttoning their shirts and wearing them like capes. Like it was so funny. Wow. Um, But anyway, so yeah. Um, great. Should we move into talking about some music? 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 Um, Did you watch the VMAs the other day? Did you see? I didn't watch them, but I saw some like stuff online about them. I'm really glad that that like fight between Megan Thee Stallion and Justin Justin Timberlake Timberlake. was not a fight. It was not a fight. No, she was literally like, we're we're doing this. She was like in a very aggressive way. was like, I want to meet you. And then everyone was like, they're not fighting it's just megan did you see miss did you see miss taylor those compilation videos of her on tiktok yeah wasn't she like dancing up a storm and like having a good time she was half she had a drink in her hand the whole night oh good yeah i definitely the clips i saw of her she was letting loose loose she had um there was like a lip reader on one of them and she was just seeing the most bizarre thing (laughs) She's having fun. Her and Ice Spice were sitting next to each other. Yeah. Oh, I did see. Yeah, I saw them like hugging and stuff. Yeah. Who like performed? I like don't even know. I know Doja performed and people loved her, but I didn't watch it. I didn't watch that um, one. Well, Olivia performed and everyone thought that there was like a malfunction on stage. Oh, yeah. Because the fireworks. Yeah. And like the the backdrop. Yeah. Down. I didn't really understand that. I watched the performance because I was interested to see what was happening and I didn't really understand why that was even part of it. It was just like a weird, I want you to watch it. Yeah, like too much, weird... too much. I saw a clip of it. And I remember being like, what, like, why are we doing too much? Why are we doing all this? Right. Cause she started yeah. out with vampire and then she did a, have you listened to guts at all? Kind of honestly, not the biggest Rodrigo fan, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I like it when I hear it. But I don't know why. But no, I haven't listed Guts and I should before I you make should. any snap judgments about whether yeah. I'm going to like it or not. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I heard or I read somewhere that it's like very similar to a Taylor album. It's like very similar Guts to like- is? Yeah, someone, mm. I don't remember no, which she, one. Well, in the last, her last album, one of her songs was taking the, uh, the chords of a Taylor song oh she also then she put new lyrics up right she also had that one song her really popular song that sounded just like that paramore song yes misery business or whatever yes misery business yeah 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 Yeah. no but i'll listen to guts i'll give her i'll give her i like it but anyway she went into a mash she did like a mashup but it didn't like flow that great i don't know Mm. when you only have like four or five minutes yeah on that stage like just I feel like sometimes we're overcomplicating things. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have, we can do pyrotechnics. We can do, we can have the, the curtain fall. And it's like, doesn't mean that you should. Right. Right. And she was like, definitely the most, one of the most anticipated people of the night because her Mm -hmm. album is so big right now. So totally, I don't know. She sounded great. She was definitely having fun. Yeah, It was just like, she's such a great voice. She's a really talented singer. I'll give her that. And she acts through her songs too. Like you, when you Mm -hmm. listen to her inflections and stuff like that are really, I don't know. It's very kind of musical theater at points, which is probably why I have fun, but it's also like this one. (laughs) a lot more rock centered and very like mm. 
Avril Lavigne a little bit, a little. We love Avril. Yeah, I Grace. just we love her. Love into our boss Heather Grace or Heather Grace, I guess not my boss. boss. She's just my friend now. She's just your friend. She's Gosh. my friend. She's running a marathon. Um, wait, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, I love seeing Nikki there. Yes, and she performed. She did a song from Pink Friday Two that we don't know what it is. We just know oh. she just said this is a little taste of Pink Friday Two, and she just she kind of wrapped a couple verses and then like that was the end of it so I do love her stuff there. we're excited for Very exciting yes exactly um so who are we talking about today Laura we're talking about one of the OGs one of the girls that created the Avril's the Katie's yeah the, um the Kelly's the you know the, uh, very influential the um, queen the, of the 90s if you will one of the queens of the 90s one of the queens of the 90s of kind of the alt rock yeah genre it is gonna be miss alanis morissette <gasps> but jagged little pill no no no. we what? can't start though until Why? we <gasps> cue that stinger do I feel like our audio is going to be really off, but it's going to be off, but that's okay. That's That's okay. That's just the beauty of zoom in it, baby. We're recording this this on zoom. Everyone 2023. This is virtual. Um, Okay. But anyway, yes. So we're doing jagged little pill. We're doing jagged little pill. Sorry. I'm a a woman of tradition and we got No, I love it. Because you know what? It's been so long since we've done this. I literally forgot that we cue that stinger. So thank you. I was like, what? (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) And you Um, can't really even see my face. I'm kind of in the shadows. I know you're like kind of a void in space. I love it. (laughs) And I'm like so bright. Yes, you're so bright. You're on the beach. God, it looks so nice. Okay. <laughs> it is. Um, do you want to give us a little background on Miss Morissette? I would love to. She has a lot. Um, I will try not, I'm not gonna read yeah, it. Yeah. Pick but and she, choose, there's a lot. Pick and choose. I also watched a documentary on her too. So I'm gonna remember that as we go through this. So it's Alanis Nadine Morissette. Nadine is her middle name. Um, she that. was born June 1st, Gemini. 1974 baby she's canadian american singer songwriter mezzo soprano she began her career in canada in the early 90s dance pop were her first two albums kind of disco-y and fun and she i saw some of her old music videos and stuff it was just so late 80s and super fun but then she transitioned in 1995 to an alternative rock oriented album with jagged little pill kind of post-grunge 33 million copies globally propelling it to a cultural phenomenon. Somebody said there wasn't a house that didn't have this album in the documentary. I love that. Like everybody. It's true. Had my album. mom, my mom definitely had it. Like we listened to it in the car. I remember. Right. It was yeah. that, which is insane to even think about. Um, and earned her the Grammy award for album of the year. And then it was adapted into a musical of the same name in 2017. I did see it. Not my favorite show, but the music was <laughs> great. I believe I even came into work the next day and, and you're like, how was it? And I was like, well, yeah. uh, it was all right. It was fine. It was a, it was, yeah. it was, a, it was a good music. Good music. Yeah. Great. And well sung as well. Um, mm-hmm. album was listed in Rolling Stones 2003 and 2020 editions of the 500 greatest albums of all time. You ought to know, uh, was the lead single number 103 in 500 greatest songs of all time. 
Then she followed it up with supposed former infatuation junkie in 1998. That was number one. And then she, then there was, wasn't until 02 that she did another one called Under Rug Swept. Then it was 04, so-called Chaos, Flavors of Entanglement, 08, Havoc and Bright Lights, 2012, Such Pretty Forks in the Road, 2020. And then her latest album, The um, Storm Before the Calm, features kind of ambiance music. And it was released in 2022. Yeah. Oh my God. I kind of want to listen to that. I've been listening to a lot of ambiance music and stuff while I'm like study- starting to get started studying. So maybe I'll listen to her. Yeah, that is kind of where she is at right now. Loving that um, for you. And she's Alanis. released, I guess I didn't realize how many albums she has released. An, an, yeah, that's a lot of music. Yeah. Well, she's such a talented songwriter. It doesn't surprise me. No. Um, she's the queen of alt rock. Um, <laughs> uh, she, her dad was a teacher and sorry, her dad was a principal and then her mom was a teacher. No, her okay. mom was a principal her dad was a teacher okay I like that one that's really important that's really important she had a a brother and then she had a twin brother and he um was also a musician (laughs) trying to like not read everything here um okay so her debut album was called Alanis it was in 1991 and she was only like 10 or like oh my God, yeah, she was like, like a 11. child prodigy, right? Yes. And she like won like a Star Search equivalent Canadian version. Yes. She nice. got her debut album. It was dance pop. It went platinum. And then she released her second album, Now Is the Time. And that was more ballad driven. Mm. But then as she started to get a little bit older, you know, mid-teens and then onwards, she wanted to do something else. And the record company was like, no. Nah you're not of course the record company always does that shit right and it's like if it ain't broke don't fix it like we're making money off you and she said that's also she's the men in her life really started to pray at her um she said once I hit 15 it was like everything changed with the way that men treated me and she had a lot of like uh, really poor relationships with much much older men which is reflected in this album yeah. and um she said 11 they were too scared 12 still 13 it was they started to come in 14 the same and then she said 15 everything changed she oh. said there would be a point where these men would come in and they would always start out the same oh hi Alanis, and they would work together and then she's like two weeks in something would happen and then it would become a romantic thing. And then they would try to hide it. And she was like, there was an excitement there. And But now she's like back and she's like, no, that's really bad. She was and a child. She was a ch- 15 years old. That's a child. And she was a saying, child. Yes. And forever she was like, no, I consented. I, I, I allowed it. And then people are like, no, you were 15 no, years you didn't. old. You can't consent to any of At- that. 15 years that's exactly and that's exactly what she said so that was really interesting so she left Canada and she met her writing partner partner um Glenn Ballard who is super influential on this album he was interviewed a bunch in the documentary seems like a really cool like kind of hippie-esque older guy super nice they really got along um, and they just, she said they just met and they just started writing right away. Like it was kind of this instant connection. They started to just kind of jam. Um, and then they went to the record company and uh, they played perfect and maybe ironic or something like that. But the guy, the record guy was like instantly like, not, I had never heard anything like this. Her voice, which we'll talk about. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Um, they would write in 12 or 16 hour shifts. So it's minimal overdubbing. And I think the thing is about this album too, is it sounds super authentic and like not really um, like a lot of post-production was put on it. It really just sounds like, like one of the songs I have it written down was like literally the demo. Like that is the demo (laughs) on the album. So I just find that in a world, and we've talked about it a ton on this pod, where that post-production that can really mute what the artist yeah. get across or it's the auto tune or whatever. Like, she's just like, this is, this is what it is. Well, and it's amazing. And it's just her own authentic self. And I think it makes sense for the type of the album that it is. Cause there's a lot of like soul bearing stuff in here. That's like really oh, raw and like hard to talk about. And I think that if it was like overproduced, it would take away what she was trying to even say with, with the songs that she wrote. Right. And it was only, expected to sell enough for her to just like quickly make a follow-up album it was just kind of get to get some quick money but well surprise surprise surprise. so the amazing story is this radio station I think the record guy or whatever gave this major Hollywood radio station you ought to know like a demo of it Mm, and was like you have to listen to this you have to listen to this so they back in the olden days they would sit in all the radio people the olden days yeah and they would they listened to it and they were like floored like jaws on the ground whatever they took the demo they ran down the hall on air they went you gotta put this on and it's oh my god DJ the jockey was like okay this is a new artist named Alanis Morissette and then literally she said the calls didn't stop like the phone started look they were like who is this girl what is the song and then it just started to catapult and then she started to release all of her singles so like hand in my pocket ironic all of these songs and each one it was like each one was a success so that's really unique and different it was like every song of this album was like a single in some regards Mm-hmm. Um, and then it won a bunch of Grammy awards, um, a bunch of stuff for the music videos too. Um, yeah, I, and then there was more stuff on the other albums, which aren't as important, but yeah. And then years, so she's, as time has gone on, she did like a 25th anniversary album where she brought in, you know, more stuff. And then of course the musical kind of offered a resurgence because that musical while kind of bizarre was moderately successful and yeah. won a bunch of Tony. Tonys it was, yep. it was nominated for a bunch mm-hmm. um and it kind of brought a whole new audience in too um so yeah that's kind of yeah. just like as brief as I can make it but yeah this thank album you is, Laura you're welcome this album was <laughs> very big it was a big album oh yeah and speaking Not of like Lydia, a ton of songs, but definitely a lot to unpack. Yeah. And like speaking of Olivia, people kind of see her. I mean, her and Alonix uh, are very close and they've they've interviewed each other and hmm. people see that similarity as well. Which okay, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Angsty yeah. girl pop. Exactly. That's what that's where we are. Um, okay, should we dive into the first track? Yes. Okay, track number, number one. one. All, All I really, I really want. want. <laughs> God, it just like this album really like in the best way just slaps you right in the face when you start. I'm just like, gonna play that voice. Yeah, harmonica. just play it. That synthiness. I don't know. I know. What that is. 
And I will say when I saw the show, that was like, the, that's the first thing you hear. Oh yeah. Audience. I mean, it's so iconic, like that harmonica, the percussion, like everything about it. And, you know, once she starts singing, I will say there, I can't understand everything she's saying, but I could understand so much more of what she was saying in the last track when I was doing my listen through than this track. So I think it's just like training your brain to the Alanis like pronunciation of words that <laughs> helps by the end of it yeah but during I the song I was like what is she saying I literally I think I it wasn't in this song but in one song I was like I don't know what the hell she just said but I know I liked it <laughs> I liked listening to it uh, it's so funny um, sometimes I get like that with Ariana Grande too where I'm like what yeah oh and she's and yeah. I will say she has been like I know my diction is terrible like I know right. that right um so and then the first um, lyric being, do I stress you out? Right, right. Just like right off the There's bat. There's some good lyrics in the song. There's some good lyrics in the song. I, I like how she has, all I really want is some peace, man. Yeah, it's very Woodstocky at points. It kind of is. She would yeah, play at like, Woodstock. Yeah, she's talking about it. like finding common ground. And she's like, all I want is a wavelength. I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude, let's get on a wavelength, man. And then remember when she's like, my sweater's on backwards and inside out, something like that. Um, that <laughs> yes. was actually happening. That So that that was like, she just made that up on the spot because- That's so funny. Her, co- her songwriter friend was like, your sweater's on backwards. And she's like, well, who cares? And then she's like, did I stress you out? Sweater's on backwards and inside out. And I- <laughs> wait will you play um there's these harmonies she does like kind of midway through that like the top line it's so interesting I've never heard somebody like skrelt harmonize like this before okay. will you play 202 okay heard 202 202 yeah and she's like skrelting you hear that yep No, and once again, she's doing all of her backing. Oh, yeah. I also love, I love just a little couple seconds later when she's like, enough, hold on. I think it's kind of technically the bridge. About me. Let's talk about you for a minute. Yes. The girl can belt. Oh, she can thing like come on i was concerned that maybe she didn't there her voice was being like at points it seems really raspy like something's but she went on this like 90 um date tour following Mm -hmm. the release of this album and i will say they had a lot of concert footage and stuff like that Uh girl looked like she was singing healthy like it sounded really just like resonant and big good well, and you know what? If she didn't sing healthy, she probably would have lost her voice by now. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, so there is technique in the weird uh, pronunciation. It's not weird pronunciation. It's just a different It's just hers. It's her yeah. individual. It's her individuality, and I love it. Um, I like how she's, like, doing in this album, she's doing a lot of, like, venting about relationships, and definitely in this song, she's, like, venting about the frustrations of relationships, and this is just what I found online and stuff, and, like... Um, wait oh yeah 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 <laughs> I'm yeah, like no, wait where right. are my notes um but okay yeah the other thing I'm not gonna say but yeah I think there's a lot of songs that are very much in that vein and I'm like go off queen you better vent it out and she's yeah. just like letting it all out on the table which I really love and appreciate um it was the third single release which yes. is interesting because it's the first song um and then it was it was one of the first songs they wrote for the album. It was originally called The Bottom Line, but then they, like, you know, changed it around and edited it mm -hmm. and whatnot, and then it became this song. So I think it's interesting. First song, first written song, too. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Slay. Slay. Slay Queen. Um, okay. Should we move on to the probably arguably most famous song on the album? Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I love this song. Now you know the Beyonce yeah. mashup, correct? With "If I Were a Boy." Into oh, I think you played that for me before. Oh, I played it a bunch of times. I played it. Yeah, I played every day. I really love that. I uh, I play. I listen to it every single day. I listen to it every day. Every day. Um, the chorus just hits, and then it, it gets really, really aggressive, and then everything just kind of pulls back. So I yeah. always thought. When I was listening to it, it's, oh, it's aggressive. It's aggressive. You know, it's it's super in your face the whole time. But it's not. It's like she yells and then she pulls it back and it's like the ink. She simmers. Yeah, it's like ears. she's got levels. She's got levels. Yeah. And it's kind she of. She doesn't want to overwhelm us too much. Right. Um, do you know who we think this song is about? I, I did see that funny little tidbit. It, isn't it Uncle Joey? Yes. From Full House. But in the documentary, because that's always just what I've, that's what I was told. Um, mm -hmm. But she's like, no, it's not Uncle Joe. She's oh, like, she's oh, never. Oh, she denied that. <laughs> she denied it. She said, you know what? There is multiple men who have come forward and been like, oh, that song's about me. That song's about me. And she's like, <laughs> and oh, she's that's like, really. No, it's not. And she's like, I'm never going to oh. say who it is, obviously. That's not the point of the song. And right. also, it's really not the point of the song. The point of the song is what she's saying and the uh, the the toxicity toxicity of the male species and just yeah, being in a them. relationship and somebody taking advantage of you. That's what it is. Um. So it doesn't matter who is who it is about, but it is funny. And there was like a it's whole. It's fun to speculate. Yeah, there's a whole like curb your enthusiasm enthusiasm episode where she guest stars and Larry's <laughs> just trying to like he invites her to his house and does she does like a private concert or whatever and he's like so who's it about who's the song about who is it you know and, and she's actually on the episode yes and she's like you uh, know what? it's my music like but really who who who's oh my god I gotta watch that episode that's too funny I like curve a lot yeah um yep. yeah I <laughs> I am obsessed with the bass line in this song. And then I looked it up and apparently um, Flea from 
um red hot chili peppers. the red hot chili peppers like did the baseline on this and yeah. i found this like quote that he said that he listened to like a demo of the song and he said the bass was just not slapping so he was like i'm just gonna go ahead and like do this and he just like inserted himself in there and did the baseline and it in my opinion like really makes the song yeah i read that too and it was kind of just like he just kind of improved it he just kind yeah. of improvised in the moment um which is like incredible very cool um yeah I, th- I found it interesting too so when they would play this on the radio they could not play more than like two female they were like oh we already played like Sinead O'Connor today. oh right so, so like get, yeah we, we can't, can't play, play anymore oh god right that is so or, you know like I, that was a huge thing but then yeah. it was like the song was so popular that it was almost impossible not to play it and she like literally said that she was like i dare you not to play this song like <laughs> i dare you i, dare I know you. What i mean look it's the ultimate coming. breakup song it's literally the ultimate and that's what they call it too they say it's the ultimate bad breakup song and it dissects the fallout of the breakup and the raw emotion like everyone every single person on this planet ever Right. Agreed. It's universal. It's a universal thing. I mean, come on. Oh, no. There we go. a wall a little bit oh i love it i listened to it like five you guys should see me right now i'm going crazy she's literally punching the screen ow rebecca stop (sighs) just i don't like this aggression if i ever get into like kickboxing or whatever i'm definitely doing it to this album totally see you getting into kickboxing 100 percent. maybe 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 that's the lesbian um i don't know yeah i know maybe i just uh, you know (laughs) <laughs> um okay you have anything else to say about this i had a couple quotes she once said yeah um glenn her co-writer was like you have to do this mm-hmm. i thought this is exactly how how i feel but i don't want to hurt anybody that's what she said i she's like mm. i'm feeling all this stuff but i don't want to make anyone feel bad and then he was like i was well that's probably why she's like dead set on not releasing who it's about she, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And then he was like, I was there to say, that's really you. That's what it should be. And it's beautiful. When she stood behind that microphone, it was obviously coming from such a deep place within her. I couldn't imagine anything being more precious to her. So I had a religious intensity about getting it right. And I think it worked perfectly. Yes. Which leads perfectly into our next song. perfect (laughs) I didn't even perfect (laughs) okay you know what my immediate thought when I heard the song because I'd never heard this song before I feel like half of these songs I knew and the other half I was like I don't know this one um but parts of this song really remind me of the Maureen character from Rent totally especially like toward the middle um if you put the song's a little stressful, by the way. I don't know. I think maybe oh, it's the subject stressful. matter because it's about like parenting and like trying to vicariously live through your kids. And it's just like, it's just a lot. It is and a lot. if you play 157, it's totally giving Maureen. You can tell me if you agree or not. You know what? I did hear a lot of Idina Menzel. Yeah. I was like, is this, is this D? 
Is this, is this Adele Dazim? Adele Dazim. Adele. such a weird sounding portion. it's like it's definitely i think she's doing that on part like it's like she's like yelling no. you know no, it's, sure. it's giving like that cow jumped over the moon freaking thing that marie did yeah but like that's like really weird yelling part. parts she does and it's kind of like abstract a little bit but then it's weird because the rest of the song is like moody and like kind of quiet and dark not yelling yeah. yeah i believe uh in the musical this the son sang this song or i mm. think she had a daughter too okay and they both and it was in reflection to the mom i i could see why yeah. this was in a musical like there are songs oh, for in here sure. that i go okay i see where they got this idea like it doesn't feel like oh, this is really trying really hard to be something that's not. Like, I'm, 100%. okay, I could see the, you know, uh, uh, a sibling, you know, duet. Yeah, I think making this musical out of this album was very smart. Like, yeah, I don't the think story kind of writes the story kind of writes itself in a way. Like, I kind yeah. of, I, I've never seen it, but I kind of like knew what was going on while I was listening sure. to the album. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the parent attempting to live vicariously through their child. Mm -hmm. Also, first kind of ballad. This is song yeah. three. So yeah. um, also a nice change after You Ought to Know and All I Really I mean, which are definitely aggressive. Mm -hmm. And then one thing that she mentioned, too, was she was like, everyone's always like, you're so angry. You're so angry on this album. You're so this and that. And then it's like, well, no, because there are songs like perfect, but she's not. There is a little bit of anger, but like. Uh, hand in my pocket or um, yeah hand in my pocket's not too angry there's a couple you like learn, you learn yeah you learn. i mean yeah that's a good one it's a head over feet head over feet the love yeah song. yeah totally so there's anger but it's like i feel like people were like oh she's just an angry woman like she's just no i mean like, look no. she's loud but that doesn't necessarily mean she's angry also only 19 which also makes her similar oh, yeah. To Olivia in that regard, because Olivia's only 19, too. Um, and obviously oh, that is so young. So young. Could you imagine releasing an album like this at 19 years old? And then definitely not touring for 90 separate dates all over the Absolutely country. not. Absolutely not. Yeah, insane. No. Anyway, very nice song. Um a very nice song. Not my favorite, but it's fine. Yeah, and interesting that this was the song she played the like this is the demo. I know I wouldn't have I wouldn't think that she would do would that, think, but maybe oh, this one means a lot to her or something like that. Yeah, it's very also her vocals are so raw in this. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like any like it, only a couple takes. Like I just don't mm -hmm. imagine that this was one that she. I think she got the lyrics, they got the the melody down, and what they wanted to get across with the instruments, and then she just kind of recorded it. That's yeah, what I totally agree. I totally agree. All right. Okay. Hand in my pocket. One hand in, hand my, in pocket. my pocket, and the other is playing the piano. Woo! <laughs> um, tag yourself. Tag yourself. I'm definitely, and the other is giving a peace sign. I'm giving a high five. You're giving a. I'm giving a high five. I mean, I am. 
Um, um, this was the second single. Yeah. I see that. Um, okay, so you know what the harmonica? Like, the, there's a big harmonica solo in oh, this song? Yeah. She, she's playing that. She's playing that. Yes. It's interesting because this might be the one that I was like, why is this harmonica solo happening? And I don't really like it, but is that this song or is that a different song? No, I think that's a different song. No, I liked this harmonica I liked, one. Well, I thought it. That I, was her? Yes. Wow, they, that's really played, impressive. She played it on tour too. Like there's a, wow. there's a lot of harmonica on this album, which is really cool because it's not an instrument that you hear a ton, especially on a big album such as this one. Um, I love the, just the sound of it. Yeah, and she's playing it. Yeah. And oh, this is the demo one, isn't it? Probably. Oh, That's yes. what I have yes. a little tidbit here that it's says the demo that the version. version is the demo. That's so impressive because this is like, I think this might be my favorite song on the album. Um, Yeah. And it kind of just describes kind of like life perfectly. It's like nothing yeah. for one way. It's like always right. multiple things. Like one situation is never one situation. It's multiple things happening at one time. Totally. Um, which is such like a wise thing for somebody to realize who's so young. Like the fact, once again, and she probably was writing it 18, 17. Like she had these ideas in her head. It's, you know, it just was released when she was 19. So it's right. kind of insane that, I mean, there are some really, all throughout the album, like a lot of reflection that somebody at that age um, had gone through already is kind of insane. Oh, I know. She's definitely very, very mature for her age. Totally. Um, but seems, I mean, like she knows how to get her emotions out, you know? She's like, totally. she's not bottling any of it up. She... It's, I like, I'm thinking I feel bad for her for being through, going through all this stuff so young, but also she seems like she has a handle on it. Like she's like confident. Like that's what I get from this album is that it's angst, but it's also like she, she comes out on top, I think, in a lot of these songs. Well, and I, and I think that's the power of the like songwriting, like the Taylors, the whatever. Like, yeah write out your emotions like that you gain control over the situation again and she even said that exact thing like women come up to her and they're like you're so confident you got it all you know under control and she's like yeah sometimes like she's like right that's why I sing about it and I try to kind of amp myself up it gives me the confidence my music gives yeah. me the confidence so that I can handle these situations again or similar things um mm -hmm. Which is just cool and really honest because I think she could be like, yeah, like I've figured it out. Because now she's she's middle-aged and, and she has like a son now and like mm -hmm. married. It's very much like a different situation and like releasing like kind of meditative music, like very different. Oh, yeah. Like, no, like, you know, I'm well, every artist working. goes through a journey. Absolutely. Yeah, I love this song. It's great. It's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I like to dance to it, too. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to right, right through. through you. God, okay, she is upset here. You She's took upset. me for a joke. You took me for a child. You took a long, hard look at my ass and then played golf for a while. Your shake is like a fish. You pat me on the head. You took me out to wine, dine, 69 me, but didn't hear a damn word I said. Damn steps yeah. yeah i mean like who are these men get so these this is men in reference out of here 
this is in reference to what we talked about earlier with these record, these people in the music industry that were preying on her. Preying and it's such a trend. It's such a trend with these guys. Gaga, Kesha, literally name me one female artist who hasn't had to deal with this shit. I mean, even Taylor. I mean, like literally yes. lost her, her yeah. songs. So yeah. yeah. And I'm sure like oh, Beyonce could ever write a book someday or what? like, oh my really God, get into it. But like yeah. even her dad was like, anyway, we can go on. That's a whole other thing. But I, um, yeah, I just found it really interesting. And when she talked about this, it was very much like, I don't talk about this ever. Mm-hmm. I, this is like clearly like a therapy only conversation. She's right. had like years of therapy <laughs> to even like get to this point. I bet. Um, and also another thing too was you know you go through puberty you kind of get your baby weight or whatever and she had gained weight when she was like 15 you know Mm -hmm. like not even whatever um the beauty standards of that time were very much like you have to be super skinny and the industry the she was called in for a meeting they said oh it's about your new single or whatever and then the record producer was like um no it's actually about your weight and you need to lose weight which horrifying a lifelong eating disorder for her. I don't um, doubt it. Yeah, and she talks about she there's a couple lines later where she talks about like her you know trying to fill a, whatever, a void yeah. or whatever. And but yeah, there's just like so much happening and like these men obviously affected her on such a deep way so young when your brain is still like just so raw and like you're supposed yeah. to be like junior high, like high school. You're not supposed to be like literally like probably having sex like with like married men and like she just said it sounded insane from from the record yeah. that she she talked about it was like i literally can't even fathom that happening to well me. it's incredible to me that she had the confidence and maybe it wasn't out of confidence maybe it was out of like i have to save yeah. myself but that she yeah. left that she just left and she went and found a new writing partner and made this album and was like, I'm stepping out of this because a lot of people stay in situations like that out of comfort, especially when they're young. Cause they're like, well, if I leave this, then I'm not, yeah, I'm you know, then where's my back. success going to be clearly like, yes, she wanted to be successful, but I think maybe the fact that she was like a child star that she was like, well, I, you know, have my own autonomy here and I'm going to go do my thing. But I'm so glad she did because who knows what would have happened to her or where her life or her music would have gone if she like stayed in this horrible, toxic environment. Right. And not even that she didn't even, I mean, it was four years really. If 15, yeah. 15, like the fact that she kind of realized I have to get this out. I have to leave the situation. Mm-hmm. Then she finds this Glenn guy who's like instant connection she's like all right this is it i'm feeling like this is a good thing and then like i said earlier too it's like this album wasn't album wasn't even supposed to really be anything it was just kind of her foot in the door mm-hmm. and it's so bizarre that that technically this is like her major debut like she had the other two albums but they weren't like exactly what she was going for it was very like produced and whatnot like the fact that this is her debut album and it like is an instant classic is just so rare and it's based on situations that are so dark and and sad but that like so many people can relate to so interesting very specific like her situation is super specific but she made it so universal too i don't know it's pretty crazy very impressive very impressive impressive 
But yeah. Um, but yeah, I do like this song and it's very angsty and it's very angry and I can understand why. I love the harmonies 129. I love that guitar too. Ugh, I know. Kind of that shouty top harmony that's like that's what you were talking about earlier right yeah it's kind like, of like her specialty it really gives it that like extra like it almost it's power kind of haunting too like it, it kind is of yeah vibe to it yeah maybe that's what the note is. i don't know yeah, maybe i love that too mr oh, mr man i know what is her voice <laughs> i don't even know what it's she so interesting like but no, she doesn't. But you know what? Sometimes that's just like how it comes out when you sing. And maybe it was just such an anti, like they they played footage of her like when she was younger. She did kind of have a little bit of it. I mean, mm-hmm. she was smaller, but like right. Um, maybe that was just part of the the whole aesthetic of the album where she's like, I could have been. And you know what? It works. It works. It totally like, sets her apart. It takes a second to be like, okay, wait, what's happening here? Like, if you don't know her and like right. what she sounds like. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's like, you can settle right into that vibe she's going for. Yeah. And um, oh my God. Speaking of squirrelting, she is squirrel. Sorry. I was just looking ahead at my notes. She squirrels on Forgiven. Yes, she does. Oh um, my I gosh. had 107 on Forgiven. What did you Actually, I had a couple of points that I wanted to play. One of them was a little yeah. earlier. Would you play at 40? I just, I love the end of the verses, like heading into the chorus. See, that really does sound like Idina Menzel. It it does really sound like her there. Totally, yes. Was a really big Alanis fan because it's maybe it's. I'm surprised that more people haven't said that. Like, that is insane. <laughs> that is like... That, that is literally insane. That is like... Literally- it is crazy. No, I'm so glad you're saying that because I knew I was getting Maureen vibes and it's probably because it's Adina. It's not so much like Maureen, but like Adina. It's um, Yeah. But anyway, I just... I know I love those chord progressions like right at the end of the verse. The dark... The darkness of this. Her voice yeah. is very haunting. Very... <laughs> yeah yeah um this was a big song in the musical too because the mom is like has a drug addiction she's addicted to opioids yes so she goes to church and it's like in a church it's so dramatic but i remember the girl who sang it slayed like this is a hard song and she just and then there was like priests everywhere it was insane well the scroll thing is crazy i don't know if you you i think have a timestamp too but i also have a scroll that i want to play which one what's the time stamp? mine's like toward the end mine's at 254 okay i'm somewhere around there okay 
Come on. She loves dynamics too. She she'll do like these huge belty moments and she pulls it the frick back. Yeah. So this is obviously um about the Catholic Church. She grew up going to Catholic Catholic Mass. Um, it's a big song. There's a lot of pain involved in it. Um, she said in an interview that she was, I was told that if I wasn't a virgin when I was a teenager, I would be a real whore. I believe that if I had sex, I would be damned in hell forever. So the Catholic faith, faith when misgiven, has the capacity to damage the youth that practice it. And then it like creates, we've heard about Catholic guilt, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. As a Catholic, yes, it is, it is real. It is, it is alive and well. Um, but yeah, I think confirmed. It, is, it is confirmed. It is inside of me. Um, <laughs> I feel it to my core. So um, she was like, uh, the the lyrics, I sing Alleluia in the choir. I confess my darkest deeds to an envious man. My brothers, they never went blind for what they did, but I may as well have. In the name of the father, the skeptic, and the son, I had one Ooh. more stupid question. Wow. Well, that really highlights like the unfair you know, expectations yes, of, of the, between of like what her brothers had and yeah. Yeah. What they were allowed to do. You know how like that joke about like, you'll go blind. Like that's like masturbation. Yes. So like, they're not going to get in trouble for that, but like, she'll get like damned to hell for even like thinking, you know, or okay. tempting someone. Well, I almost wonder what were her parents thinking? Like when she yeah, was I don't know. going through all these, I mean, I actually, I just read that that last time was not 15. It was 14. She was having Oof. an affair with a, uh, a married man when she was. God, married. that's just horrifying. I know. So I just, I just could only imagine. And then you go to church with your parents, you know, and yeah. they're like, if you do, I mean, I'm sure there was already so many emotions involved in that. And she didn't know what was happening and what she was really consenting to it. And it's not consent really. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, insane. I, I think this song, I'm actually surprised this song, like as a Catholic that I've never heard. <laughs> You're like, you know, I really identify. No, yeah. I mean like this song is also, it totally makes sense as to why it is the kind of climax or one of the climaxes of the musical. Yeah. Um, I li- I wrote down in my notes for this, like this song, I understand why they made this album into a musical. Like it totally. really clicks here. Yes. And it was like the 11 o'clock number. I think it was yeah. in act two, but it was like a moment like it. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard this song before. So I was like, Oh my God. Like, it's it's so also hard. like a moment in the album too. You know, totally. like it's that de- it stands out. Absolutely. And it's not really about a relationship. It's not about, it's something like that's such a big topic, like religion. Mm-hmm. Like how do you even, mm-hmm. but then she makes it so specific, but it doesn't also have to be about Catholicism. It could you know, anybody that has had a belief pushed on them or, you know, has been told to behave a certain way when they don't fundamentally feel that way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, once again, super relatable with taking yep. kind of a sp- specific topic. I don't know. Something like that. I love it. Um, okay. Next, we've got a kind of more of a lighter yes. piece, which yes. is nice. It's we have you learn. Yes, yes, you learn. You learn. Happy. I feel like I get, like, when I listen, to this I was transported right into like a classic like 90s coffee shop with like remember that old like coffee house aesthetic 
yes. from like the early 2000s Gilmore Girls. Like, yeah yeah like that kind of thing I was like transported immediately I was like whoa like or well, like like was I was in an big... episode of the L word or something like that yes do you remember when Starbucks used to have like they used to have like um albums that they would sell like yes yeah 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 I do remember that she it wasn't this album but it was like her later albums were big Mm -hmm. like Starbucks albums maybe that's why that's made that's what made me think about that I don't know but I think I I don't know why that popped into my head but yeah that's I think that's so funny because it is there is that while it's so deep it is also like I don't know nice to listen to it feels nice in your ears when you oh it totally feels like I mean I feel like this is the perfect song to, to put on if you're like going through anything it, it's kind of like a it's a really optimistic way to look at a bad situation so like you know let's say you read a situation wrong with like someone like a dating situation and it like goes poorly like you know, you can put this on instead of being like, oh, my God, like, this is terrible. You could be like, you learn, you know, hmm. you learn, you learn, you learn, you learn, you learn, you learn, you learn. You learn. It's you an learn. optimistic, like, forward thinking, like, way to, this is a good song to put on if you're in the dumps, you know? Totally. Yeah. Or maybe you just had a really good therapy session. And you're right. Like, and you're oh my like, God. okay, yeah, yeah, I did learn exactly. something. Um, exactly. Well, it, the quote that I did pull from this says yes, that please. lyrically, this song is about living your life to its fullest potential and realizing that things in life happen for a reason. It's how we learn from those experiences that help us mold into the person we are today. Loving this optimism. Yeah, I had the same quote. It I love sums it. it up perfectly. I hope you break your heart and then you gotta put it back together again. yeah and yeah. listen we all gotta do that i love this guitar couldn't you just dance in your room to this oh i i am right now yes baby Like, there's such, like, a fucking element to some of these moments. On the yes, that like, was the I song that I was, like, I was driving down the road, windows down, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely vibing. Absolutely. I think I cut somebody off and they honked at me and I was like, sorry. You I learned. You learned. <laughs> I learned my lesson, babe. Exactly. Um, this was also the third single to reach the top ten. Mm. Okay. Which totally makes sense. Yes, it does. Such yes, a raw, such a um, wide range of emotions on this album. I know. It's like well, next we know. kind of have like a cute little love song next, which is like so yes. funny because that is not what the vibe of this album is, but we no. have Head Over Feet. And it which also, is like a, it's a cutesy cute song. It's also about like a couple that used to be best friends, which I found. Yeah. Like, it's a very specific it. situation. Yes. Yeah. First song, uh, so you held your breath and the door for me. Oh my god! In my dreams, Uh, you're you're the best listener that I've ever met. You're my best friend, best friend with benefits. Benefits. I thought of you. Did she coin that term? No, no. But I thought of you when I read it, and I heard. Yeah. Oh, why? Because I have friends with benefits. I don't know. (laughs) I just thought of you. Um, oh. <laughs> what took me so long? I've never felt this healthy before. I've never wanted something rational. I am aware now. Oh, I'm aware now. And then this is also the harmonica. 
again. Maybe this yeah, is the one this you didn't is, like. Maybe this is the one I didn't like. Um, did I write that down? Um, no, I didn't. I don't know. Oh, I did. I said the harmonica here is not giving. I'm sorry. I don't like it. <laughs> well, the song is a little long for me. I'm happy she's yeah. happy. Yeah, it is um, a little But long. I felt like it was a little bit long. But we can't help who we love, Rebecca. That's what I wrote. We can't help who that, we love, Rebecca. That is very true, Laura. She had, to so sing right. about, she had to sing about it. And she had to give it some more time. And I'm glad she did. And she actually has a really nice quote about it. Do you have that? Do you have this quote that I wrote down? Yes. Um, she what? says, when relationships get healthier and healthier, we somehow equate that with not being as passionate or sexy. I kind of realized that it's actually sexier when there's less drama. It's been better. And I never thought that that would be the case because the whole clingy, overly dependent roller coaster that oftentimes seemed very passionate and very sexy. And when I wrote Head Over Feet about this particular person it was the first time I had actually had a glimpse of what it would be like to be in love and have it be something that was including the part uh that was inducing of the heart palpitations yet at the same time I could spend a couple minutes and actually not think about that person it was very new to me I just love that I mean it's like about finding out what a real relationship is you know there's so many layers to it after obviously everything she experienced yeah exactly crazy yeah. so yeah. i i understand why she wanted it in here i think this is very important to her totally and once like a moment of of surprise maybe and like like you know as somebody who had been through so much already you're like what yeah could possibly surprise me now and then it's like oh my gosh something happy can happen yeah what a shock but then you know again friends with benefits can also be a rather complicated situation yes, so can. you know it's not easy because a lot of the times it's like okay what do we do now and like maybe one person has feelings and the other doesn't you know and totally. it's just a lot it's a lot um yeah but i agree i just went here to be happy yeah i'm happy she's yeah. happy that's what i was saying me too me too happy. Um, okay. okay, next. Oh my God. This song oh. got me. Okay. The song is called Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. Guess what the name of the mom is in the musical. Oh my God. Is it Mary Jane? It, MJ. MJ. Ugh. This song made me cry. Oh my God. It's so sad. I hear it's you're so sad again, Mary Jane. What's the point of trying to dream anymore? I hear you're losing weight again, Mary Jane. Do you ever wonder who you're losing it for? That was in reference to her eating disorder. Yes. So please be honest, Mary Jane. Are you happy? Please don't censor your tears. She says, so take this moment, Mary Jane, and be selfish. Worry not about the cars that go by because all that matters, Mary Jane, is your freedom. So keep warm, my dear. Keep dry. (sighs) Are you kidding me? She said, it was my empathy for the feminine, for the vulnerable, and the self-care, particularly for those of us who are service-oriented and generous, and the orientation in life is to give and ask questions later, for the people who are in a position of service for their career or otherwise, just a reminder to take care. Um, And she said it was slightly influenced by a friend of mine that she just saw, gave so much to other people and not much to herself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, I really, really love this song. This is like the ultimate, like women supporting women. Like we all need to take care of each other. Like we all go through similar things. I just absolutely, I don't know. It just like really got me. I like can't listen to this song casually. Okay. Well, I'm just going to play one little moment. Don't. Cry. Oh no, it's okay. You can play it. You can play it. This is, I said, okay, opera. I forgot what it was. <laughs> It actually sounds more like a whale. 
It kind of does. Let's just let me just loop it back. Yeah, loop it back. Audience, listener, does this sound like a whale or an opera singer? Like a whale. It's giving whale. It's giving whale, but beautiful. Beautiful and very um uh, mezzo soprano. I yes. <laughs> I sense Miss Alanis is. Um and yeah. then I have 330. Oh yeah, 330 she goes super high and it's almost Oh like, yeah. Wait, and then out. keep playing it because I also marked down 344 because I think I really liked her lyrics there. So play it through. Hear it? Yes. And then she cuts out. I love this part. Like we all need a friend like this in our lives. Someone who like knows when something's wrong and is like, tell me what's wrong. Let me help you. Let me be here for you. Newsflash. I think you're that for me. Don't I think you're that for me too. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I do. I will say, I do have a couple of. of I do have a couple do. of those, but I, I mean, so do you. So do you. Yes, but you're definitely one of mine, and I love you so definitely. much. Definitely, I love you even more. Um, yeah, I really like this song. I thought it was yeah. once again, um, uh, deep, but it wasn't. It's like sad, but it's like. I don't know. It's not like it's sad, angry. but it's also like incredible. Oh, I mean, and at the yeah. end, she's like, "What's the matter?" Like, she's like, "It's I I love the that part so much because it it's like there's someone here for you. You're not alone, right? You're not alone. Whatever's going on, you know, just tell somebody what's the matter and share the load. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. moving uh, on to the iconic, ironic, ironic. <laughs> That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. So people, I just came up with that on the spot. It was amazing. Um, it was absolutely amazing. Um, people are mad at this song because it's not actually irony. I guess. It I know. I read that. Was. I was surprised. And do you have what she responded with? Uh, there are a lot of people that have shame around being stupid. And I did too. It was embarrassing to have the planet basically say you're a dumbass for your malapropism. And at the same time, it is ironic that a song called ironic isn't filled with ironies. Although there are times where I'm grammatically very intense and very perfect perfectionistic. There are other times when I clearly, I just don't care. And I make up words and I play with words linguistically like they're paint. So, yeah, so people so were like calling her out because they're like, why would you call this song ironic when there's no ironies in it? And I think it was, I think it was people who were trying to find problems with the album because she's, right. she's, she said a lot of stuff that could be controversial to some and they're like, well, you're grammatically, you're correct. So, right. And the way they were saying it was probably, it was probably like men being like, this woman doesn't even know what she's talking oh, about. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. Totally. Just trying to discredit her immediately. Yeah. God, but this song is so good. Wait, the chorus is just so good. Can you play um, 35 seconds? I'm just obsessed with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I'm not, my finger's not moving. Here we go. Hey. 
like if she says figure it's a figure yeah <laughs> it's so good it won record of the yeah. year and then the yes. music video was also nominated for best music video um another yeah. slapping baseline on this is a whole album of bass if you are a fan yes. of the baseline crank up that bass and play this album because wow and i think this is actually considered the most uh popular song on the album oh is it even more than um you ought to know uh you ought to know wow okay I okay ironic is. according to that documentary i watch it i think it's just more uh it's it's uh more playable like i feel like mm-hmm. it's just there's not you know you don't have to censor it as much i just feel like it kind yeah. of fits a lot of you could play that a wedding you could play you know like there's all these oh things. yeah wherever wherever it had you know in an inspirational video or god only knows you can't play you and like her way. voice just sounds wonderful on this song i love yeah. to hear her sing this totally totally yeah she sounds great it's yeah. a great song happy song totally. again I mean, it's and actually- fuck the haters and fuck the haters. Fuck the haters. It's more an empowering song than I would say, like a happy song. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's great. We love ironic. We love ironic. Um, okay, moving on to not the doctor. I love what an this- interesting song. I love the spe- specificity of the lyrics. I can see Taylor. Yeah. Taylor brought her out on her, I think it was the 1989 tour it wasn't like the mo- last two tours but she mm-hmm. brought her out and they sang you ought to know but basically Ooh. taylor did this whole speech where she was just like this woman paved the way for, you know for me and for like her lyrics and i will say like good on taylor introducing a whole arena of people of young I love fans, that and being like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna sing you ought to know because this woman yes knows tip what you're talking about yeah so i tip of the hat i give taylor credit yeah. for that uh, but it reminds- i love the percussion on this it's so yeah. cool yes wait will you play it i don't know if it's at the very top but it comes in like pretty quick i think okay nice guitar Like, I don't know. I just like love the tap yes. tap of the drums. Like it's so good. Visiting hours are nine to five. And if I show up past six, well, I already know that you'd find some way to sneak me in and, oh, mine the empty bottle with the holes along the bottom. You see, it's too much to ask for. And I'm not the doctor. Wow. This is, this is a T-Swift song. I don't want to be your food or the light from the fridge on your face at midnight. Hey, what are you hungry for? That reminded me of Taylor. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that was definitely, like, whoa. That is definitely giving Taylor. And I love it. And I love that I'm like, I feel like every time I listen to another like female artist, either like just from right before our time, um, I can hear who the artists today get their inspiration from. And I think Taylor gets it from a lot of different people. And this is just another one to add to the list. And I love that. I love that. I see, I see Katy Perry too. Mm -hmm. I see, yeah, there's a bunch of people that I see and they admit it. Like they're like, this was, well, yeah. I mean, she was, she was mother. She is alt rock female power vocals. Like that is her. Yeah. Yeah. And empowerment. Yeah. 
I mean, this song, like it says here, um, Alanis, Alan, Alanis, Alanis. I think Alanis. I don't know. Alanis eloquently demands equity, freedom, and an individual identity, not merely an existence as an extension of someone else. Like this song specifically too, she's like talking about how we are individuals and we're not just an extension of our partners or, you know, of your producers or whatever. Like you are your own person. I love that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard this song before, but I liked it. It's Me either. Very, also had a kind of a musical theater vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. It, or Sorry, it kind of, not musical theater. It kind of had like, there's kind of the same musical vibe throughout this whole album with the harmonicas and the right. guitars. Like, it's kind of like a concept album in a way, <laughs> but it's like not. I don't know. Like, there's just a very similar, there's not like a lot of like deviation of like, different genres like not suddenly she's not like oh yeah no it all works it's It's not like a it's not like a Miley remember how Miley had like eight different genres in that one album no she's definitely stick she's staying in her lane that she has set up for herself in this album and it makes it a really kind of cohesive yeah vibe which I love which I love um oh my gosh okay last song moving on to the last song wake Wake up. up So this album has a lot of, like, contrasting lyrics. So, like, you like Mm -hmm. snow, but only when it's warm. It's like rain on your wedding day. I don't know if that's – I don't know. There's just a lot of, like, yeah, contrast in the lyrics. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that I kept noticing in, like, multiple songs. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Yeah, She likes that. She she likes that. Yes, she does. Um, she also sounds lovely in this song. She's got some really great riffs. I feel like in this song, she kind of let herself riff a little bit. And I really like, will you play 23 seconds? Yes, I will. Pay 23 seconds. Ah, sorry. It's okay. I think maybe it played started a little earlier. I think we might have just missed it. Ooh, oh, I love that. that. Like, ooh, it's so minor and spooky, but it's so pretty. Spooky. There's no spooky. fundamental excuse for the granted I'm taken for. Ooh, that was a good line. Period. Well, there's an apprehensive, naked little trembling boy with his head in his hands, and there's an underestimated and impatient little girl raising her hand. Yep. Lyrics. The lyrics are great here, and this guy sounds annoying as fuck. Oh my god. This can't possibly be the same person. I I, I don't know. Whoever she's singing about this in this uh, or about in this song, oof. Sorry, you, you dropped the bullet because this is bad. Crazy. Leave him, leave his ass, dump him, <laughs> dump him now. Dump, dump your shitty boyfriend. That's what this song is. The harmonies. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, look, if you've got the Skrelt, you might as well use it. And it's like, they're like weird. 
they're like weird configurations of them. Like I know it's so bizarre to listen to, but like it totally makes sense. It doesn't feel like absolutely out of place, but it's like, oh my god, what an interesting combination of notes. To yeah, bring. it was an interesting way to end the album. I felt it was totally. like it would yeah. make sense if like you learn was like the last. That's song. what I literally was thinking. Like you learn would be the perfect ending song, but you know whatever she wants, whatever it's that her is album the finale for the musical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you learn is the finale. It writes itself, honestly. It writes itself. Yeah, I know. Um, everyone's clapping. Woo! Yeah, of course, of course. I was up on my feet at the end. I was having fun. <laughs> they got um, you. It was a dark story, so it's just happy everybody got out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. You're like, oh shit. High <laughs> school's hard. I get it. Um, High school is hard. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, and also in some ways, though, it kind of sums up the album. Like mm-hmm. this kind of like dark quality that's also kind of empowering that word again, but it is kind of the thesis word. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know, like that is kind of what it is. Like it is, mm-hmm. it's not like happy go lucky, like you, not, very that's true. What the word is, but it's like, it is kind of like, well, this is what we got. Yeah. I guess like if you were to have a summation of the album, like this is kind of it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, it's, this song makes me be like good for her because she's clearly like leaving this guy behind you know the way she's talking about it and it's like her. good for her it's like lucille bluth good for her good for her yeah. good for her <laughs> well i love this album i thought it was wonderful i love this album too I've been and i'm really glad we talked about it yeah me too it's important and like we said it's it's inspired so many of the other albums yeah. we listen to all the time I just have to say this is so funny at this point you're literally you're an outline you're a literal outline of a human with the the earth behind me I know yeah you're like it's like I'm talking to it's like I'm talking into like a space void to like a a a shade from hell no I love it it's like a microphone outline too yeah exactly no it's perfect um okay wait so did we ever decide what we're doing next week no but i think you should choose it okay i I will choose it and so it'll be a surprise for the people yeah i don't know what it is but i i feel like i i don't want to but i don't want to keep throwing i don't want to make all the i want you to have oh, I love when you, I love when you make decisions, but I, but I will, I'll choose next week's. I'll yeah, choose next I want week. you to choose it. And I, okay. I do get excited though. Cause I'll go, Oh my God, we got to talk about this one. Oh my God. We got, and I feel like I text you that all the no, time. No, I love when you text me then because then now I know we've got like ideas, ideas. for days, which okay. is so nice. Cause for I me, I feel like I struggle with being like, Oh no, like, what do I want to talk about? But like you're an ideas fountain, which I need, I need that. I Cause sometimes I just can't make decisions, you know? I feel that. Um, especially. Yeah okay well people okay. thank you for listening thank to our first virtual first virtual, virtual pod yes. so there are any like technical difficulties that we for some reason can't cut out um like before we post it then thank you for bearing with us thank in you. certain we points love you. we're gonna figure we're gonna get better yeah we're gonna get better and better i think it'll be it'll be great i love you laura i, I wish you. i was seeing you like in person all the time but i'll see you in october right that's okay you know me too and when i end me this too. you will disappear so i just want you yeah I, I just know. want to say this is sponsored by BetterHelp by Seattle. And by, <laughs> this is sponsored by Osmodius the Rooster. Yeah. And um and that's that's it. And Zoom. We're gonna say Zoom. And Zoom. Zoom 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 Zoom. zoom, zoom. zoom.
Okay. Goodbye, sweetie. I love you. Goodbye, everyone. Hey, love you. Bye, everyone. Bye, Bye, Laura. I love you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.